Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Ma. Proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or visit their website at greyhoundpp.com.au. We hope that you enjoy this episode and thanks to everyone for your support in promoting our wonderful industry. Tell me firstly, how did you... um how did you become a greyhound? How does one become a greyhound racing photographer? Well, I actually fell into it more than anything. Um, I've been doing photography since I was in high school. Yep. Um, and coming out of a greyhound family, um, basically grew up on the track. So, you know, the first job was actually doing the analogue version of the fast track, the old film version of the past oh, to post. Oh, right, yep. Way, way back. Um, <laughs> basically, how I really fell into it um, over the last sort of, uh, what's that, 13, 14 years, something like that. Yep. Um, basically, I've been a photographer, as I said, all my, all my life. Um, I ended up going back to Canamble, uh to the carnival uh, back in 2008. And yep. here's a poor local trying to take past the post photos with a little instamatic camera <laughs> um, now after shooting uh, around Australia with uh, with the military and whatever else I knew he was not getting too much um, photos so I basically pulled out my gear and that was 2007 actually and took a few photos and went it's not that hard I can do this <laughs> uh, and been been going back to Canaveral ever since. Uh, when I got to when I got moved to Victoria, Hillsville found out that I was living in Victoria and snapped me up as soon as possible. And the rest is basically history. Um, nice. Yeah, the other two tracks sent me up a few years later, and yeah, been going flat out since. Yep. So, what tracks do you do at the moment other than Hillsville? Hillsville, uh, and I'm the city photographer for uh, yep. Melbourne, so I do meadows and sand down. Yep, and um, you know, I suppose, yeah, I suppose every every race meeting's exciting, but those big Group One nights, they must give you a real buzz. They do when you got a crowd. So COVID has really put a dampener on the Group One meetings. Yep. Um, you know, the first few meetings that I did is in Group One. You know, after doing you know little meetings like the Canaveral Maiden, um, where you've got uh, quite a few people on track and, you know, being New South Wales fairly rowdy, um, you've got, you know, a thousand-odd people on track at the Meadows or Sandown and it's a totally different ball game. Yeah. So, yeah, no, they're they're very exciting doing the Group 1s and it's just that atmosphere. So, yeah, the last few Group 1s have been a bit of a dampener where there's been myself, uh, the JV photographer, and, you know, the stewards sort of thing. So hasn't really had the, the bite we really like to see. Yep, yep. Well, fingers crossed we can get back to something of, um, of a normal soon. You know, you, you think to yourself, God, I, you just... I suppose for myself, I underestimated um, how much impact a crowd has um, on a race meeting until I went to a race meeting with no crowds there, and you just go, "Wow, it's just feels like a trial night." To be honest, yep, it is so quiet, 
And the funny thing is, we got so used to it. You know, when we first got a crowd back, it's like, oh, can you please get rid of these people? It's just so <laughs> bloody noisy. Um, but, yeah, no, it's definitely, I definitely prefer a crowd because, yep. you know, they're cheering and carrying on and what it rolls them. Yeah. Yeah, 99% of them are just usual larrikins or, you know, <laughs> owners and trainers just there to cheer their, um, their dogs on. Yep. And, um, you know, like you said, you've been doing it for a while. I'm sure you've seen some amazing moments. Are there any particular, um, you know, you'd see plenty of celebrations from, like you said, owners, trainers, that sort of thing. Are there any that sort of stick out in your mind? Probably the most recent one, and I know it's come to the fore because it's become a mem, is um, Lucky and Hearts Are Rico. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, that was, yeah, he was... Probably the most emotional I've seen a trainer with a with a dog, you know. Yeah. And after 13 years, I've seen a lot of trainers and dogs, but that was, you know, just amazing to see that sort of spirit. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember talk, I was talking to him a, a few weeks ago and, you know, he still, still gets shaky and emotional just talking about it now, like, you know, the footage behind the boxes was just priceless and you were there yep. to see it live, so yep. it must have been yep. unreal. Oh, it was fantastic. Fantastic. Just Even just watching him come down the straight, you know, <laughs> fist pump in the air and just, he was, yeah. Yep. No, that's... I'd hate, I'd hate to be in the media trying to um, have a chat to him as he's coming down because <laughs> they wouldn't have got bugger all. <laughs> Now, something that's always sort of fascinated me is, um, you know, do you get, you know, and more so probably for the big races, do you get nervous waiting, you know, when you're, when you're photographing or waiting for them to come to the finish line? Do you get a bit, or is it just the adrenaline of it? Um, bit of adrenaline, but again, I probably get nervous at the start of the night yep. before, before we start, yep. but then... The usual things, you know, the training, you know, your knowledge of the animals and all that sort of stuff kicks in and it just becomes second nature. Yep. You, know, um, you don't have that time realistically to, to worry about what you're doing. You've just got to do what you know you can do sort of thing. Yep. Almost like a, like a reflex action, isn't it? Because you know, yeah, you know you've got to do you know, a job when they come past and it's just sort of like muscle memory type thing. Oh, yeah. And, you know, every track's different. So every track you've got a different feeling, you know. Um, Heels was probably one of the hardest tracks I've got to shoot because they're coming straight at you the whole time. You've got probably less than a second to choose between which dog's going to win, especially if you're, oh, they're spread across the track. I'd be shitting myself. <laughs> which, which they do regularly. Um... There's been a few times where I probably could have reached out and tapped the dog on the head as he just run past. Um, so, yeah, to shoot at heels more than to shoot at a circle track, um, we've got a little bit more time and vi and scope to see what dog should win. Yep. Uh, um, yeah, lows your heart rate just that little bit. Yep. Uh, yep. Do you have um? Do you have a favourite dog that's sort of um? you know, that you sort of feel like you become a little bit attached to and just love taking photos of? Um, probably probably the dog that's stuck with me so far um, in the recent, you know, 
there's probably dogs back further that have, have tugged at my heart, but yeah, Simon told Helen that's probably the dog that's really stuck with me over the last couple of years. Yeah. And you know, what's what what sort of aspired with that dog and and where it ended up, sort of thing. Yep. Yeah. So, and his beautiful yeah. nose too. <laughs> oh, that big Roman nose yeah. was always gorgeous to see come across the line. Yeah. Um, I've actually got one of his photos hanging on my wall. Oh, uh, nice. That's how much I, I like that that dog. Yep. And it must be um, it must be a special feeling too when you take a photo and you look at it and go, "Geez, that's a nice photo." It must just you must just go, "Oh yes, I've just nailed it this time." <laughs> yep, it is. It's it's great to get that that perfect shot. You know, the epitome of every ground shot's always these full stretched out, all legs you know, off the ground, yep. you know, reaching for the sky sort of photo. Yep. You get that one dead on the line. Yep. Yeah, you know you've you've got the shot. Yep. Um, but again, other shots sort of tugging me. I've got other shots floating around here. We've got dogs, you know, crunched up. But the look in the dog's eye, I, you know, just uh, he, yeah, you know, he's loving what he's doing, and he's just excited about you know, running more than anything. Yep. Um, yeah, just they all, yeah, all grab at you. Yep. And I know for me personally, and I'm sure you see this all the time, when you first give um, a photo, especially if it is like a big race or a sentimental race or something like that to someone and seeing their reaction when they first see it, um, yep. that must be pretty special. And it's surprising. Um, we, they actually, I Sandown did a photo for um, Rob Britton. Yep. He didn't, he didn't know about it. Uh, I did up a photo. It was the Greyhound of the Year sort of stuff. Yep. And even a look on his face as a, a seasoned trainer to get gifted this photo of that year's worth of runs of this dog, yeah, it was priceless just to watch that. Yep. Yep. No, that's you know, so, you, so you can only imagine, you know, when you get a, get a first-time winner, yep. yeah, it's great. Yep. No, that's awesome. And, um, you know, for anybody looking for your photos, you're on Facebook, you're on Twitter, and you've got your own website too? Yes, yep. yeah. Um, I basically push a lot of people towards website because, uh, and I'm hoping to get a few other people in the same sort of genre. Um, my website's set up where they can buy straight from the website, so there's no, no need to call, no need to whatever. They can see what they're buying straight away. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have very, been very positive that they've gone, it's so much simpler. We're not guessing at what product we're going to get. We can yep. see it on the screen. Yep, yep. And I suppose, too, with, um, you know, the the techno technological advancements and that sort of thing, you know, you see well, my my wall's the same. The, the quality of the photos over the years is just getting better and better and, you know, you must sort of think, gee, it's going to be exciting to see what they sort of bring out next that, you know, we'll be able to do to capture the dogs. Well, that's it. I, I even just looking at my last 13 years, I look at some of the stuff, uh, and I actually did um, a couple of weeks ago have a look at stuff from 2008 and Canamble going, oh, my God, that's <laughs> A, what I shot back then, and B, the quality of what we shot back then. Yep. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited, you know. I'm looking at what cameras are coming out end of this year, next year, and what it's what they're going to do for us. Yep. Um, 
you know, it's going to be exciting. We've got we got cameras coming out in the next couple of years that will be taking stills nearly as fast as um, video. Yep. So you'll have that. You will physically have that chance to get that perfect shot. Yep. Yeah, you know, you'll be able to get that photo dead on the line type stuff. There are some um, cameras at the moment set up sort of, do they sit like on the ground um, underneath the rail or something something like that? We do. Some of some of the photographers do actually set those up when we can get past the stewards. Yep. Um, <laughs> I've, done, I've done it a few times. Uh, Clint, the GRV photographer, does it quite regularly. Yep. Um, but, yeah, we, it's... It's one of those things. One steward say, "Yeah, yeah, no problem." Next one will go, "Nah." Um, you'll have a trainer who's, who has no idea about cameras, say, you know, saying, oh, "I don't like it there because you know it'll spook my dog." Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's normally past the post, and if the dog's yeah. looking at it, he ain't doing the right job. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you know, I've got shots from up under the post, especially at Hillsville. Hillsville is one of those tracks where. From a photographer's point of view, it's backwards. Um, the rail, the the lure runs on the opposite side to the finish post. Yep. Where a circle track, the lure runs past the post itself. So um, it's great to get up under the rail there because I can shoot back and get the dog actually past the post instead of shooting from the post side across. Yep. No, awesome. Uh, uh, look, it's very... um. It's very exciting to see, you know, what you know, with like graphic design and all that, what um what we could potentially do now and into the future. And yeah, I hope um I hope you get a few more um followers once I put this out there. And yeah, thanks so much. And hopefully, I can get you to take a photo of me when I get to Melbourne eventually. No, no problem. You you get to Melbourne, you you will be my poster girl for that. Well, as long as you've got a good um good filter program, no problem. <laughs> I've got Photoshop, I've got Lightroom. Oh, if beautiful. I can, if I can make Anthony has a party look good, I'll make it look good. <laughs> nah, sounds good. Sounds like a plan. You've been listening to the Greyhound Girl Podcasts with Dimity Ma, proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or their website, greyhoundpp.com.au.